Hello and happy Monday. This is Susan Hyatt and it's go time. This is episode number 153. This is a show where we talk about goals and courage and going after what you really want in life. So a few years ago, I created a new mantra for myself. I decided I want to be the woman with the stories, not the regrets. When I'm a very, very old lady on my deathbed, sipping my hot tea with honey and lemon and probably a splash of whiskey, I want to look back on my life and think, well, that was a fun ride. Hell yes. I don't want to look back and think, oh gosh, there was a lot I wish I'd done. My life just didn't turn out how I thought. We're arriving on the one-year anniversary of my father-in-law's death, and this time last year, my daughter and I were preparing to go to Paris for a month. And right before we left, we went to visit him and he had fallen and broken his arm and he was in the hospital. And my husband, Scott said to him, Hey dad, ask Susan where she and Emily are going. And he said, what? And he said, ask her where she's going. And my father-in-law said, well, where are you going? And I said, we're going to Paris for a month. And he said, what? And I said, we're going to Paris. And he sat back in the bed and said, oh, gosh, that just hits me like a ton of bricks right in the chest. And I said, why? And he said, because I would love to go with you. And now I can't get out of this bed and go. And the truth is, after my mother-in-law passed away a few years prior, He really closed up shop. You know, he really wanted to be with her. And he was lying in that hospital bed, basically recounting for me that he had saved and been frugal their whole lives. And yes, they had had a wonderful life. They raised four great human beings. They have an amazing crew of grandchildren, And they did take us on Disney vacations and they, you know, camped and they did lots of things. But a lot of the big trips that my mother-in-law wanted to take, they always were saving for later for retirement. And then she, as a surprise to everyone, was diagnosed with throat cancer and passed away decades sooner than anyone expected. And he basically said, Tell your ladies, and he meant my clients, tell your ladies not to wait. Tell them to do all the stuff they want to do now. And I think about that conversation all the time because we left for Paris and he passed away while we were in Paris. And I came home and I thought, wow, that was really one of his dying wishes was for me to continue my work and to remind people, you know, you want to collect the stories and the memories and the moments, the experiences, the full range of emotions, like sparkling gems, each one a little treasure. 
You know, we want to have everyday life feel like an adventure, an exciting story that's always in progress. And so I'm more on fire than ever to communicate that in as many ways as possible as I can for you. And so some of my own personal favorite stories from my life so far are this past year when my daughter was heartbroken after a breakup. Um, She was devastated. It was right before prom. And I was like, you know what? Pack your suitcase. We're going to go to New York City for the weekend. And then we actually did it. And we had a blast. And, you know, a little thing like I saw this wild piece of artwork, this neon light fixture that said, fuck. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) That's going in my office today. Um, There was also a time when I decided to clear out all of my old and sad, tired, frumpy mom clothes, and I reinvented my entire wardrobe, signaling a new chapter in my life. So goodbye, Lands in Catalog. Hello, leather pants. And then there was the time a few years ago when I decided to throw a dinner party in Washington, D.C. and participate in the Women's March so that I could be part of history and so that my grandkids would one day have a photo of Grandma Susan wearing that pink pussy hat. A really recent example, uh, I was in the airport with the Silver Fox and we were flying for a just 48-hour getaway to the beach and... I was remarking of how I'd recently seen some photos of how elegant it used to be uh, to fly, to travel, and now just what a hassle it has become. And I mean, I realize this is a first world problem, but you know, from the time you get to the airport and go through security and check your bag and do all the things, just it's... Ugh, it just seems like such a hassle. And I said, you know what I would love? I would love to be able to pull up to the airport, have somebody take my bag and walk right onto the plane with no hassle. And my husband started laughing and he said, well, there is that option. It's called the private plane airport down the road. And I said, huh. So we started talking about some friends of ours, um, Jan and Rick, and Rick owns his own company, and he also has been a pilot for years and years, and he flies himself. He has to travel quite a bit for his business as well, and he flies himself. And I was like, I want to get me some of that. And I was kidding, and I said, you know what should happen here, Scott Hyatt? You need to get your pilot's license, and then you can fly me around to all my gigs. And it started out as a joke, and then I thought, wait a minute. Why am I saying that you should get your pilot's license? I should take flying lessons. And so the look on his face was hilarious because he was like, "Uh uh-oh, she has that look, which means this is about to really happen. So when I got home, I signed up. I'm now taking flying lessons. I will keep you posted. But I, my childhood hero was Amelia Earhart. So I was like, you know what? There were some early sort of breadcrumbs in that obsession I had. I'm going to be a pilot too. Um, There was also the time that Ryan and I spent a month living in Thailand. He was desperate to learn Muay Thai from the masters. 
And we concocted this big adventure where I did a retreat for my clients and he learned Muay Thai. And it was really life-changing for both of us. I met Thai villagers who possessed literally nothing and they understood the true meaning of happiness better than anyone I had ever met. So what about you? What are some of your favorite memories and stories so far? And what are the stories you want to create next? A great story doesn't necessarily have to involve international travel or new clothes or making a big dramatic decision. A great story can be this one time I woke up my wife at 2 a.m. so that we could go outside and watch the meteor shower. Or it could be something like, I'll never forget how it felt to play hooky from work that one time I snuck my kids out of school We went to the beach and had the most perfect summer afternoon just because. Say yes and create the life of your dreams. Cast yourself as the main character in that movie. Be the person with the stories and not the regrets. And so the next time a friend texts you to say, I know this is crazy and last minute, But would you like to fly to LA on Monday because I'm throwing myself a 50th birthday party and I saved you a seat at the table? Don't say, oh, I wish I could. Say, hell yes. (laughs) That also recently happened to me. And so P.S., in a couple of days, I have a program starting called The Summer of Yes, and it's all about pledging what you're going to do for yourself this summer, putting yourself on the front burner, and having a group of like-minded women hold you accountable. So in the show notes, we're going to have a link to sign up. I hope to see you there. Hell yes!